welcome to the Yoga Teacher Circle podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, yoga teacher. You are needed now more than ever, and your unique voice, message, and offering needs to be shared with the world. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things related to teaching yoga to help you thrive doing what you love most, teaching yoga. So let's dive in. yoga teacher audition. So how many of you get nervous just from hearing the word yoga teacher audition? I used to cringe when I thought about having to audition. I was like almost on the verge of wanting to throw up when I first started having to audition seven, eight years ago. I did start teaching nine years ago and then I quit for a few years. Some of you know this story. And then when I like really jumped in full time, then I had many auditions. So about seven, eight years ago, it was absolutely terrifying. So that's what this conversation is all about today. If you're a yoga teacher, which if you're listening to this, if you're here in this group, then you're a yoga teacher and you're wanting to work at a yoga studio, your yoga gym or a gym that has yoga, I mean, or a resort or a corporate setting that wants to have yoga you most likely will need to audition. It's really common. It's really standard for the place that you're looking to teach at to want to audition you first. This is important so they can really get a feel for who you are as a teacher, your vibe, your style, and to see if you're a good fit for their space. Every space is completely different with what kind of audition they'll ask you to do. So there are many different ways to audition. I'm going to get into those in a minute here. But the first thing I want to just touch on is how auditions can bring up a lot of fear and a lot of limiting beliefs, insecurities, fears like, am I good enough? Am I a good enough teacher? Will they like me? What if they don't like me? What if I mess up? What if I don't get hired? Does that mean I'm not a good teacher? And the list goes on. What thoughts come up for you when you think about having to audition? Auditions can really make you question yourself as a yoga teacher. And I'm here to say this before we dive in and before we really get started, that you are worthy. You are an amazing yoga teacher. And if you're passionate about teaching yoga and sharing this practice, then you have to show up for yourself and others. The world needs your unique voice, your unique message. And it's scary. I get it. So we have to be able to move through our fear, not move around it, but actually make space for the fear, move through it, and then learn that it's okay. You're okay. And that's how we grow. First, I want to cover the various types of auditions and what those look like. Like I said, there are many different ways to audition and studios will ask totally different ways. So the most common audition that you typically will get asked to do is a 30 to 60 minute class. And this looks like you'll be asked to teach a pretty basic like standard yoga class like you would at an actual studio. Depending on the time frame they give you, if it's 30 minutes, then it's better than five sometimes, right? 
But if they give you 60 minutes, that's awesome because you can really drop in and you can really teach the entire class. This also might look like having to teach only like the studio owner or manager or hiring staff. This might look like they actually have students that they bring for the class. So it's more like a real class. They might actually ask you to invite your friends and family. So I did an audition like that before where they said, it's open if you want to invite anyone that wants to come. So I did have a few friends show up. So that was pretty cool. So that's your most common basic one. And then the second most common basic is a five to 20 minute sample class. This is actually becoming more common now. And it wasn't back in the time that I first started auditioning. I didn't have to do a super short one, but I know a lot of teachers are these days. So this audition method is scary. I get it because you only teach, say it's a five to 10 minute audition. It's also honestly all it might take for the hiring person who's auditioning you to actually get a sense of who you are as a teacher. And I don't want to say like, are you a good teacher? Are you a bad teacher? I don't really want to use that kind of language. It's just, are you the type of teacher that they're looking for? You can tell within a few postures, I can tell, right? And I have auditioned people before. And if I were to audition someone, I would know what I'm looking for. And honestly, I can tell if they're the kind of vibe and teacher I'd want on my team really within a few minutes. You can tell by the pace, by cues, by energy, inflection in the voice, understanding of the postures, the alignment cues, sequencing. So if you get asked to teach a short audition, most likely they're going to want to see like the middle portion of an entire class. So not the start or the end, not the beginning or the end, not like Shavasana, right? So they're going to want to see the most dynamic part of your class. If you were to teach a 60-minute class, you would take the whole thing and you would look at like maybe minute 30 to 40. You'd pull that out of your entire class and that might be your audition. So I did have an audition like this before as well, where it was a 10-minute audition. And they asked, we just want to see the middle of a class that you teach. The most dynamic, flowing kind of part. It was for a vinyasa flow audition. So I took the middle portion and I taught that. Again, it's you really don't need to worry so much about being able to showcase everything you can do, right? Because if you're just being yourself within that 10 minutes, they'll be able to tell if you're their vibe or not. The next one, this one's also getting pretty common too. It's a group audition, group auditions. And this is like terrifying (laughs) for many people. I get it. I've never had to do a group audition. So I feel pretty lucky in that sense. But I have a lot of teachers that have graduated from my YTT and uh, teachers that I've mentored that have had group auditions. So group auditions are super common as well. And a group audition looks like they invite maybe three to eight yoga teachers that are auditioning for a teaching spot who all come in at the same time. So all these teachers come in at the same time and most likely you'll be asked to teach kind of that like five to 15 minute middle part of a class. So then what happens is each teacher who is there to audition, you're all each other's students. 
So typically the hiring staff is observing. They're not taking your class. So say that I'm in a group and there's five of us, five teachers auditioning. Okay, I'm the teacher for the next 10 minutes. I do my audition. The other four teachers are my students. And then you switch. So this has become pretty common. And it can be nerve-wracking, right? Because now you're with other yoga teachers. So again, it's just, just be yourself and just stay true to you. But I get it. This one can be a little intimidating. All right. So the next one is video. Video auditions. Again, this is something that is becoming more and more popular these days, especially with living in the COVID times, COVID days. I've seen studios asking teachers for a pre-recorded class. And then, so this looks like if you were to look at my YouTube channel, right? Those are all pre-recorded classes. You would record yourself teaching however long they ask you to teach for. It could be five to 60 minute pre-recorded class. They probably won't ask for a 60 minute. So you'd send that in or they might ask you to do like a live Zoom session. So that would look like if you have ever hosted an actual online Zoom yoga class. All right. So the hiring staff signs in, you're live with them in real time and you teach them over Zoom. So that's another approach that studios have been taking lately. If you were to teach either one really you don't have actual students with you, okay? So it is a bit different. You're, you're using your own body at this point in this style of audition. You are teaching as you demo, as you cue, and they can see your entire body. Again, they'll give you a time frame for how long the audition is, but it'll range across the board. And with that, you just want to be yourself because this one is where people get pretty awkward. <laughs> and I get it. When I first started teaching on video, I was awkward and I had to really just drop into, okay, imagining there are real people in front of me. There are real students in front of me and I'm really speaking to them. You just have to drop into that space so it feels as genuine and authentic as possible. What are studios or the hiring staff serving within your audition? And there are many, many things that they're looking at. The first thing it starts with is your first impression. So first impressions before you even begin the actual formal audition. This starts with your initial email or phone call. Are you easy to connect with and communicate with? Do you respond in a timely manner? Are you someone that is showing them from the get-go that you're easy to work with, that you are a pleasure to work with, that you communicate, and that you respond. They're also looking for your personality type. Are you someone that's approachable? Are you friendly, outgoing? Someone that has an energy that people want to be around, that's nice and easy to talk to, right? Someone that they really feel that they want to work with and that they trust you will take really good care of their members and their students. So that's super important. If you aren't already a member, I'd love for you to join me in the free private Facebook group for yoga teachers. Just simply search Yoga Teacher Circle on Facebook. Most of these episodes are recorded live in the Facebook group where you can ask questions in real time and connect with the Yoga Teacher Circle community. Now, back to the episode. Okay, so another thing that they're going to be looking for during your audition 
And this is now I'm going to start tapping into once you actually begin teaching. So once you're actually doing the audition and you are teaching, you are doing the thing. They want to see that your verbal cues are clear and easy to follow, that your verbal cues make sense and you're not using the same exact cue over and over and over. So it's important that you have a variety of language and cues that you can show that you are dynamic with your languaging. They're also looking for smart sequencing, that you know how to sequence safely and creatively, but also not too complex. So this is an easy area for teachers to overthink and think, well, I need to really showcase that like I have this incredible, amazing sequence. And sometimes that gets too complicated and then it's too much actually. And your students can't even follow it. It's confusing. There really is a fine line of being able to show that you can do a little bit more beyond like your traditional sun A and B, but not too complex where people have no idea what you're really doing. And it's confusing, right? So this goes with transitions. Are your transitions accessible? Do they flow nicely? Do they flow? Are they smooth when you move through them? Does it make sense or are they awkward and choppy? So they are looking at that as well. This really just ties in with it's important that you're not just throwing random postures together and calling it a class, right? So it's important that you have an intention and a direction for your sequence that you have created this class and sequence with a method behind it. And I know that this topic, a lot of YTTs, don't always dive deep into sequencing. So a lot of teachers don't really learn how to sequence with a method. And a lot of teachers just kind of throw postures together. And I don't want to say that that's bad necessarily, but you can really tell when a teacher has the science behind sequencing versus just randomly piecing postures together. So that's something that I would for sure look at as well. This ties into knowing and remembering back to that if something comes easy in your body, that doesn't necessarily mean that it will come easily in your students' bodies. Especially as yoga teachers, yeah, I get it. You probably have a little bit more of a deeper practice, sometimes more than our students, right? So you might be able to do things with your body that your students can't necessarily do. If you can easily do something, that doesn't mean it's accessible for everyone else. So it's important to create classes and sequences that are accessible and that are inclusive. So the next piece is the pace of your class, your voice, and that your energy matches the teaching style. So it's not too slow. It's not too fast. This really depends on, well, what are you even auditioning for? If it's restorative yoga, then yeah, your voice should be like slow and gentle and the pace should be slow. But if you're teaching a vinyasa flow class and you're super slow the entire time, then you're not necessarily matching the style that you're auditioning for. So unless it's like a, you know, a super slow flow kind of style. If you're teaching a vinyasa flow audition, then yeah, you need to match it. Bring some energy. Make it fun. So if you are teaching and you're demoing, depending on what kind of audition you're doing, yeah, you got to make sure that you have proper alignment, that when they're looking, they see, okay, like she's embodying or he's embodying the posture really beautifully. Hands-on adjustments. 
This is a tricky one right now because COVID, but pre-COVID and post-COVID, whenever that is, yeah, being able to assist your students with hands-on adjustments is important. Being able to walk around the room and adjust. But this is a tricky one because we don't know when that's going to be. So that really depends on when you're listening to this podcast episode as well. If you're using Sanskrit, if you're teaching in Sanskrit at all, if you're saying the English and then the Sanskrit name, yeah, are you pronouncing it properly? Are you speaking the Sanskrit properly? And if you aren't or you're questioning, did I, do I know how to say this right? Don't say it. <laughs> it's better to not say it than to say it wrong in Sanskrit, okay? Also looking at focusing on your students and not yourself. If your audition has actual people in it and it's not just you, if it's a private, if it's the studio owner only, or if it's a group of people, if you're teaching actual students, it's important that you're actually observing them and teaching to the real bodies in front of you, just like a a real yoga class, okay? So that you're really observing and you're cueing to what you see. So that really shows that you're, you're teaching. You're not just speaking from a script. You're not just memorizing cues and spewing them out. So being able to observe and to teach to who's in front of you. If they ask you to bring your own music, your own playlist, be sure your music fits with the class and style that you're auditioning for. I hope, and I'm sure that you've learned about this in YTT, but they are going to look and listen to your music. If they ask you to bring music, they're listening to your music. Make it fit. Make sure it vibes with the style you're teaching. It's important that you show through your audition that you prepared and that you put time and effort into your audition. It's easy to tell if someone just throws a random class together and it's not cohesive versus a class that has intention and is well thought out. I can always tell, even in the practicums in my YTTs, in my um, teacher trainings I lead, I can tell. I can tell when a teacher really puts effort in and when they didn't put much effort in and they're just kind of winging it. You can really tell, and you really do stand out when you prep. And honestly, over-prepare. Why not, right? I used to over-prepare like crazy, but it, it helped. It really did. So get creative with what you teach. Not just your traditional sun A and sun B. Unless they ask you, they might say, we just want to see you teach sun A and sun B. Well, sweet. That's pretty simple. But show some variety with what you teach and make it your own, but don't overdo it. So this goes back to the sequencing that I talked about earlier, not making it too complex, not trying to show off like, hey, I know a lot and I'm going to try to cram it all in. That's too much. Make it creative. Don't overdo it. Keep things like in that happy middle. So don't try to jam everything in that you know. Don't try to show that you know all the cues. Keep it simple. Two to three cues per pose. Teach what's appropriate for the length of time and the style that you're auditioning for. It's okay if they don't see everything that you can do as a teacher. They will get a sense for who you are within that time frame. And that's perfect. So don't 
overthink. I need to be able to show everything. I know all these things, but how do I show that in 10 minutes? You can't. And don't think you have to. Be authentic and share from your heart and your unique personality. Just be yourself. Seriously, just be yourself. If you're funny, throw in some humor, crack a joke, make people laugh during your audition. If that's who you really are. If you like to talk about the deeper aspects of yoga, then drip that in, drip in some meaning, but don't try to be a yoga teacher that you aren't. People can sense that. They can sense if you're being yourself or if you're being something that you aren't. You're, if you're trying to fit yourself into a box, that's not really who you are. You can get a sense for that. So be confident in yourself and what you're teaching. Own it. Own your style. Own your voice. If you have to, fake it till you make it. If you're nervous, they don't have to know that you're nervous. You can fake not being nervous. This is how I got through the first two years of teaching yoga. This is how I got through all of my auditions. Terrified. I'd walk in terrified. But I wouldn't show that. And I just put on this, I don't want to say act, but it felt like it. I had to like trick myself into being confident, but it worked. And then once I tricked myself into being confident, then I actually felt confident. And I was like, huh, that's a new feeling for me. But then it actually became me. And now I'm like, okay, I know what this feels like. And I'm able to drop into that. So walk into the room, walk into your audition, your video, however you're auditioning, and just radiate confidence. Own it. Own yourself. Speak loud. Speak proud. Be yourself. People love a confident person. And when you express confidence and you exude that through your energy and your passion about what you're teaching, your vibe, your essence will always outweigh being able to say alignment cues or understanding anatomy or not. So once your audition is finished, this is also just as important as the pre-audition. Connect with whoever auditioned you. Thank them. Make eye contact. Shake their hand. Show that you're a warm and loving person. Show that you're excited to be part of the team. Show that you're friendly, you're appreciative, you're approachable, and the type of person they want around. When you leave, send them a thank you email, thanking them for their time and for giving you this opportunity connect. Try to do what you can to stand out, okay? Without being fake though. So you just still have to be yourself. Now I want to get into some tips, some other tips that are going to help you prepare and just nail it. The first one is to really make sure that you know what style of yoga you're auditioning for so you can teach appropriately to fit that style. It's important that you know how to alter your teaching to fit that specific style in class. If you don't know that style, don't pretend like you do. Stay in your lane as a yoga teacher. I've seen a lot of teachers audition for styles that they've never been trained in, or they don't have a good sense of what that style really is. So it's awkward. It's choppy. It doesn't really make sense. So stay in your lane. Spend time preparing. I touched on this earlier. Prepare. And if it feels like you're over-preparing, fine. That's actually good. It's better to over-prepare than under-prepare. Create a sequence. Spend time creating a sequence to fit the style you're auditioning for. And then teach it to your friends and family. Teach it at least three times to someone. 
and record yourself teaching it. This is a really helpful tool to actually record yourself teaching that sequence, teaching your audition or whatever you're needing to teach. Record yourself doing it, speaking it out loud, and then follow it back as a student. So now when you follow it back as a student, you're able to tell, well, how did the pace feel? How are my cues? Did my cues make sense? You can feel out your sequence again. Does my sequence flow? Are the transitions smooth or choppy? Does does it make sense? And then also visualize yourself teaching your audition at least a few times. Visualization is one of my biggest tools before I do anything. And I visualize myself doing the entire thing through. And then by the time I go in to do that thing, I've already done it. My brain has already done it. My mind has already done it. So I walk in and I'm able to drop in even easier and embody it. So this isn't only for teaching. I use it for everything now in life. But this was my biggest tool, especially as a new teacher, before I would teach a class. I would visualize myself teaching the class and then I'd go in and I already did it. So it was like much smoother coming out. And this helps you to just trust yourself. You have to be able to trust yourself that you've got this information inside of you and it will come out. But you have to open yourself up as a conduit, as an open channel. You know it. It's in you. But now you trust. You have to set your nerves aside and let it flow through you. Meditate. Meditate before your audition. Be sure that you really do ground and drop into yourself. So that you can, again, be this open channel ready to share that you're clear. This is a really important piece. So you walk in and you are centered and you don't have this chaotic energy. And then the last one here is to get to know the studio that you're auditioning for, whether it's a studio or gym or whatever it is. Every space has a different vibe and style. So it's important that you do know your audience. What kind of students show up here? What are the other teachers like? What are the owners like? Visit the space beforehand. Take another class if possible. Research them on their website and social media. Really understanding all of this can help you tailor your audition to connect with them. But you also want to be careful that you're not straying from yourself. That you are still teaching what is in alignment with who you are as a teacher. This is important as well because this helps you to see what this community's values are. So what the space's uh, values are and do they align with yours? For me personally, I've had an experience where I totally bombed an audition and it was fine because it really wasn't the kind of atmosphere I wanted to be a part of anyways. And it was a full 60 minute class. This is like seven years ago, I think. And I taught the two owners So it was really scary. Taught the two owners a full class and I could just feel myself the whole time. I was just so not me. And I really was pretending like I was something else. It felt very disconnected. I just felt very awkward. Like I wasn't staying true to myself and it was totally shining through in my teaching. And I could feel them not into it. It just... I wanted to just like walk out halfway through and I had to go through and finish it, right? 
But I remember getting into my car after and I just started crying because I just felt so bad that I strayed from myself. I felt so sad that I didn't just show up as myself and I didn't just own it. And I knew, I knew that it wasn't, I wasn't going to get hired. I knew it wasn't the space for me, but I also really questioned myself as a teacher and felt like, well, maybe I'm just not meant to do this. Maybe I'm not meant to be a yoga teacher. I hated doing this audition. Like I don't want to audition again anywhere else. So I really did want to give up. And then like, I did have another audition set up for the next month and it was amazing. And I got hired and the space felt so good. I was so much more aligned. So that really helped to show me that you are not meant for every space and every space is not meant for you. That's really what I want to end with today is you might not get hired. Okay. You might audition and you might not get the job and that's okay. It's a hundred percent. Okay. You are not the teacher for everyone and every studio is not for you. If you aren't hired at one audition, keep going. Do not give up audition again and again and again. And if you aren't hired, this doesn't mean you are a bad yoga teacher. It's just simply that the space is not in alignment and that's okay. If you give up because you didn't get hired from one space, then you'll never find the space that you're actually meant to be in, that you're meant to be a part of. And here's another piece to really look at. Maybe you're just not meant to teach in a studio or gym setting. So that's something that yoga teachers really put themselves in this box of being hired. And the only places you can get hired are studios and gyms or corporate settings or resorts, right? Anywhere that has a class that's open to public. There are tons of places that you can teach yoga. Tons. And this might mean that you create it yourself. So this looks like getting creative and thinking more like an entrepreneur versus an employee. So you might need to create your own teaching opportunities because if you really want to teach yoga, then you'll make it happen. If you really want to do this, you will find a way and you won't let anything stop you. So don't let anyone make you doubt yourself or question yourself as a yoga teacher. You know who you are. You know why you're doing this. And you've got to stay true to yourself as a teacher. So that's really where I want to end it. I'm here for you. I love you all. I love watching you get out there, teaching, auditioning, and just putting yourselves out there. It's so awesome. So continue to show up, teach from your heart, and share yourself with the world and with the community around you. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'd love to stay connected with you in between episodes. You can find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Ray Yoga and join the free private Yoga Teacher Circle Facebook group, which is full of some pretty awesome and badass yoga teachers. 